All right, so we're back with everybody. I, I think a few of us are back. Sorry about all the technical issues we're having tonight. When you get uh, four or five people on and you get a little bug, it, it's, it, it kind of moves around and everybody has different issues. So we're going to go ahead and start the show. Maybe Jeff, let me uh, let me uh, bring Jeff in the show. I don't know if you'll be able to hear us or not, but uh, Jeff's in the show. Jeff, are you there? Did I hear Jeff? I guess not. Okay. Hey, anyway, hey, guys, you're listening to and watching Amateur Radio Roundtable. It's a show about uh, ham radio, shortwave, electronics, and so forth, and we're so glad you're with us tonight. Uh also, you may be listening on world-famous uh, WBCQ. That's an international shortwave station out of Monticello, Maine. And it's on 51, uh, 51, no, 7490. We changed frequency. We're on 7490. And if you're out there somewhere in the world listening to us tonight, uh, send us an email and let us know where in the world you are. I'd like to know uh, how you're hearing the station. Uh, you can send that email to Tom at W5KUB. Dot com Tom at W5KUB.com. Let us know where you are, and uh, uh, we'd also like to invite you, uh, uh, if you're if you're listening on shortwave, it's Thursday for you, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. We're on shortwave, and that's where you're listening. But if you'd like to join us on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., just uh, come to W5KUB.com, W5KUB.com. And you can join our video show, and we have a chat room and all that. Now, we got a great Facebook group. Uh, join our Facebook group. We have 14,000 members in our Facebook group. Just key in, uh, in a search for Facebook, just key in W5KUB, and that'll get you to uh, our group. That's just kind of a shortcut to get you there. Uh, let's see. Click um, that subscribe button. It's right Right down there, subscribe button. Please, please check the subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Click the little notify button because sometimes we come on with something special, and you might want to you might want to know when we come on. So uh, please do that. Uh, so we got several things going tonight. Uh, I've got a mystery. I got a mystery for our people out there watching, uh, and uh, I hope someone can solve the mystery. And um, uh, let's see who that was who joined. Uh, Glenn joined. That was me. Okay. Uh, okay. So we're going to have a mystery tonight, and I really need your help out there in the chat room to help uh, solve the mystery. And it, re it, it evolves around my dealings all day yesterday with Dell Computer Company. Uh, I need your help because they don't know anything. I can tell you that right now. Uh, let's see. Hey, tonight we're going to do a couple of things. We're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about hamvention. I'd li I'd like to open the phone lines after a while. And I know everybody out there, you know, they don't like to get on the telephone. They don't like to talk on the microphone. They're shy. But guys, we need you tonight. If you went to uh, hamvention. Or if you didn't go to Hamvention, I, I want you to call into the show tonight. You don't have to get on video. I'm going to open the phone lines. Now, we can take up to 1,000 people at, at the same time on the phone line. So just try not to overpower our phone system. But I want to hear your stories about Dayton. Tell me what you saw, what you liked this year. 
Hey, tell us of your experience in past years. Uh, uh, some of us have been going for 40 years. I, I went 40 straight years and skipped this year. And uh, I've got a lot of stories, but probably many of you have already heard it. So uh, we're not going to go into all those stories there. Now, we got, uh, we hey, our two uh, star uh, roving video reporters are with us tonight. And that's uh, Jeff uh, Hardy, K-E-8-V-E-I, and uh, Jeff uh, Kerber. Uh, N3VE. Now we're having some difficulty with Jeff's connection, so I'm not sure. Maybe it'll clear up here in a minute, and he he can be on with us. But they're the ones that walked around and gave us a good tour of both inside and outside the building on Saturday uh, with our with our new system of roving and trying to bring remote video into you. So we're going to do that. Hey, I'm going to give you an update on uh, uh, our balloons that are flying. Uh, 112 did come out of the darkness after seven days. It's down in Antarctica. It did pop out today, and it says I'm flying great, but it's wintertime, and it's it's nighttime, almost 24 hours a day down there. So, uh, but we are still flying here. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. Here's what I'm going to do, guys. Hey, I'm going to show you just real quick. I'm going to show you the mystery picture. I'm going to show you the mystery here. Uh let me see if I can uh, switch over to switch over to the other animal. And uh, well, huh? Maybe the other camera's not here. Let me see. Oh, let me add the other camera. All right, there it is, right there. All right, you guys are seeing that. That was sent in by uh, Clarence Wilson. I don't know if Clarence is in the chat room tonight, but I don't know where Clarence is, but uh, he was watching us on a 40-inch uh, TV there at home. I guess he didn't make it in here, but uh, so we're glad we uh, got a great picture from uh, Clarence Wilson there. Now, let me see where my other picture is. Oh, here's the mystery tonight. Here's the mystery. This is a Dale G16, I think it's a 7260. It's a gaming laptop. It's a fairly high power laptop. We bought it, just just bought a new one for the show. We can run the show on. I want you to look at that keyboard, guys. This is the mystery. There's something to me majorly wrong with this keyboard. And all Dale can tell me after eight hours is, that that's a design feature. They designed it that way. That it functions perfectly. And anybody look at that keyboard, you might Where's want a picture. That what? Where's the alt button? Oh, never mind. I see it. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So so this is on a brand new like fifteen hundred dollar gaming uh, laptop. And uh, there's an issue I've got with this. And I mean, I pull my hair out, and I, I man. I went through so many different people, and after two hours, they'll tell me, well, there's nothing I can do. Thank you. Goodbye. And then so I get another group, and uh, and, and, and finally, after you know each group uh, uh, researching it for two and three hours while we were on the call, they say, well, that must be a new design, and uh, that's, that's a design feature, and it's working as it's supposed to. Compared to my keyboard, all of the 
non-alphabetic or numeric characters are upside down or well, on the opposite end of yeah, the shift. Or, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, well, we're just going to go into this mystery real quick. For instance, see the question mark in the forward slash? Yes. That's not normal, okay? No, it's usually the other way around. That's not normal. Now, but I want to tell you something. If I hit that key, if I hit that, you know, normally you shift and you get what's at the top of the key. Is that right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Okay. Normally you hit shift and you get the upper. On this keyboard, you have to shift to get the lower. <laughs> you shift to get the lower. And Dale, Dale is selling this like this now. Dale says this is a new design feature. This is meant to be like this. The keyboard works properly. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know all the special little symbols. I, you know, the only way, way I know if I want the top symbol, the bottom symbol is if it's at the top and then I know to shift. Now I, well, I got to think backwards. I got to think. Why backwards would they that. arbitrarily change it just to change it? They won't tell me all they, Hey, after six hours, they finally said, well, that looks less. It looks like a new design feature, but but nobody. And I, I talked to him on the phone last night, and I said, I, I, I on the phone last night, and I told him, I said, look, I want to call back, and uh, I want to call back, and uh, I want somebody to tell me why they did this. Why? Yeah. It's like it's like I have to stand on my head to do shifts, and on all other computers I don't, and it just ticks me off. Oh, there, there's no reason to arbitrarily change like that. That means that somebody did something wrong and they're just trying to cover up for it. And personally, I just ship it back and go buy an HP or something else. Well, this is the G16. I the don't lady, care what it lady, is. If the, the keyboard's wrong, I ain't using me, it. The lady last night told me that that I can get, you know, if I want to send it back, the G15 has the, the right keys. But the G16 has these keys. I, don't know. I, I would tell them where to place their G16. All right. But but I want to tell you, I understand that this, this format is being used. I'm kind of finding out it is being used on some other computers. It's the now, first time I've why. seen or heard of it. I don't know why. I, I, I have a call in, and they're supposed to let me know why this – I said, tell me why. I said, I think you know, it might be a benefit. You know, hey, you know, hey, it might work better. Just tell me why you did it right over now. Over time, it might be. But I think Clifton in the chat room has it correct. Their Chinese supplier made them wrong, so now it is what it is. Absolutely. Well, that's what I'm thinking, too. That's what I'm thinking. Can anyway, you replace the key tops? Well, I mentioned that too. I mentioned that to one of the, the ladies I was talking to. And she said, no, you can't replace the key tops. Well, I know that's not true. Yeah. Key tops you should pop be able off. to pop I mean, those things right off. Send me some G15 key tops and pop them on there, you know? I don't know. I've got probably a week before. I can, you know, it's working fine. It's working fine. I don't know whether to keep it. I hate going through the hassle, sending it back and getting another one. Yeah, but that's just crazy. Why would you arbitrarily change something that's been the accepted norm from day one without really telling the world that's what you're doing? Yeah. All right. Well, look, hey, changing configurations in the settings will not fix this because it types right. 
If I hit that, see that question mark forward slash? If I hit it without shifting, <clears throat> it does the right character. It does the slash. Now, if you change, and, and, and Dale says, we're seeing if there's some settings we can change to reverse this. I said, the only way you can reverse this is to change the painting on the key tops. Yeah. Right. If you reverse exactly. it, if you reverse it, then it will be backwards. If you reverse no. it in software. No. If you they, don't they've, they've screwed up and they're trying to cover their little butts. Well, I exactly. think they are. I think they are. Personally, hey, I wouldn't Tom, have I it. I can hear you guys now. Uh, hey, Jeff. Yeah, hey, Jeff. You, about uh, time. You got going. All right. Uh, you know what? The age-old uh, thing that I tell all my employees is if, if things don't work, reboot. Right. There you go. And this app, that's kind of one of the ways out. Yeah, well. Yeah, sorry. Print some print some labels and relabel the key tubs. Well, exactly. yeah, yeah. Give me some white out and put it on there. And, yeah, you know, there you go. Hey, I don't know. You know, it's it's just a hassle. It's yeah. a hassle. It should to not be that way. Back, to send it back. Oh, and, it would drive me nuts you know, if I had I, to type I look like at that. The spec, I looked at the specs. I wanted, you know, you know, that's the laptop basically I, I, I ordered and I wanted, you know. The G15, she says, is the same. I think the 15 is just a 15-inch screen instead of the 16-inch. Yeah. You know, do I want to go that route? I don't know. Heck. I would um, because for me, as much as I type, having those keys backwards from everything else I touch would just absolutely drive me yep. over the edge. 100% agree. But but let, really me tell you, let me, but let me tell you something. I think there is a I, – I don't think I'm not sure this is an accident. I think on Alienware and some other computers, these are switched. It may since, be the, the modern what gaming, people want, but it ain't since, what I do. Since this is a gaming computer, maybe there is a reason well, why we those are switched. And that's I, maybe we have some gamers in our chat room. Maybe somebody can tell me, is there a legitimate reason for doing that? Okay. That was our mystery. I hadn't read, uh, I hadn't read all the comments, but uh, I'm kind of ticked about it. But I don't know. I don't know if you get used Let's to typing. See, if it, I if mean, it still prints the old symbol without shifting, but you know, yeah. convention it, has it, been forever that the upper. I know item it, it, is shifted. Then somebody is feeding you a line of horse hockey. In my opinion, it ain't got you know, nothing it, to do it, with gaming. It prints the right character when I hit the key top, and if I shift, then it will, it will print the one it's supposed to shift. But you're backwards. Exactly. Someone self-screened a bunch of keys incorrectly and popped them on there. That's it. Well, uh, where do they get these keys? Uh, I've seen it. I never seen a computer had keys like that on it, to tell you the truth. All right. I have lost my video. I'm surprised I'm still here. Well, you're looking good there, man. You're looking 25 years younger there now. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to have to. 2023 shirt on. Look at you. Yeah, I'm going to have to do something because I, oh, wait a minute. Am I... There we go. Just the wrong tab. Oh, that's it. You... Error. Uh, what? That was error. That was, that was my error. fault. What's the what's the error between the two years? What was that? No, that was P P E B K A C. Problem exists between keyboard and chair. Oh, I was just gonna yeah. say that. Yeah, it's, it's the inter interface between the keyboard and the chair. You know what? Exactly. You know what? I think I I think I've lost my camera. Let me look. 
I don't think I, my camera's not here now. Well, I see I went, your keyboard. I went, yeah, I see your keyboard, but I don't see your camera. Uh, that's the wrong. Okay, I changed the wrong. Yeah. Well, I don't feel so and bad anymore. Mike in the chat room is saying yeah. the Alienware question mark is on the bottom. They got a bad bunch of keys, and they're shipping them because they don't want to wait for replacements. I don't know, man. I don't know what to do. Man, I, I agree with you. I'm going to, I'm going to say, tell Dell where they can put that 16 and get you a 15 because your fingers will thank you. Yeah. I mean, I noticed it, but either that or use an external keyboard. One of the two. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I get fussy over the feel of the keyboard. The fact that keys are flip flopped. No, I would be throwing things against the wall. And the laptop yeah. would be one of them. Yes. Yeah. It would be the first one. All right, all right. So, guys, let's do this. Uh, we're gonna move on. First of all, let's just go, let's just check around the room here. We've got our two guests tonight. We got we got Jeff and Jeff. So, uh, hey, let's uh, first uh, and both you guys, I think, are on Eastern time. So, I know it's gonna be getting late for you. So, Jeff, let's go with N three ve first. How you doing, Jeff? And man, we really appreciate all the fine work you did. For doing us. great. I was I was a little tired tired Sunday afternoon after the uh, eight hour drive back to New Jersey. And uh, a little tired yesterday, but I'm I'm back in fine shape today, and really enjoyed, really enjoyed the hamvention and the weather cooperated a little bit better than what I think a lot of us expected. Yeah, well, the weather turned out pretty good, I would say. Yeah, it, I I understand a cold front came through. Didn't it get a little cold there Saturday afternoon? Yeah, it was no, it's, cooler. It's cold. Saturday morning. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Friday was a Friday was a very much warmer day, probably in the seventy, maybe even mid mid to uh, it was, it was upper seventies on Saturday. Yeah. Really? It it no. got cooking out there around two o'clock or thereabouts. But that wind helped keep it down. The wind, when that wind kicked up, yeah, that really brought it perfect. Now the morning was absolutely gorgeous. After the rain. After the rain. Yep. But the right, thing is, the rain didn't really fall during Hamfest hours. And the flea market no, flea market exactly. never showed any water. I think there was one 12-inch wide puddle somewhere in the flea market, and that was about it. Well, if you found it, you were probably one of the few that did, because I didn't see any water anywhere. No, yeah. it was it was real nice. It, it was totally dry. Well, I found the rain when I'm trying to put up our canopy for our Highland County Amateur Radio um, group and I didn't realize there was a little pocket of uh, rain left right there and I pushed up and I got drenched. Ah. So I found the only rain at Hanvention. Well, that, that happens sometimes with tarps and, and tents. Yep. But overall, I say the weather could not have been nicer. All right. How about our other star uh, reporter there? The other Jeff. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing excellent. Come on in here, man. Oh, yeah, hey. hey, you did a great job, man. And Thank you. You, narr you narrated it as you walked around. I thought that was just outstanding, man. Yeah, no problem. And uh, my drive was a slightly less than y'all's because I only live an hour south of Zinnia. And so wow. uh, I was able to go, go home and back and forth each day. So for That's me, cool. it was awesome. And this was my second um, Hamvention. I've only lived up here since, um, I think it was 
18 and then COVID kind of got to us. So, yeah. um, but that was my second ham bench and really enjoyed it a lot more than the last year when I went up there and was overwhelmed. But this ham bench I thought was awesome. The weather was awesome. People were, were nice. A lot of people came up and just talked and um, it was, it was a great time. And somebody out there that's never been to ham benching, I would say, add it to your bucket list. Definitely come. You'll just be amazed with the amount of stuff that you can see in the forum. You can't take it all in in one day. It's impossible. No, you uh-huh. need at least two days. And yeah. that second day went so fast. I mean, I got up Sunday morning and it's like, do I really want to drive home or do I want to go back out? I felt the same way, but uh, decided to drive home just because I did it's too. just a long drive for me. But it was real tempting and say, you know, that's fine. I'll get home at about 10 or 11 o'clock at night. But realizing how exhausted I'd be and turn around and go to work the next day, I'm like, not this year, maybe next year. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, next you, year, uh, yeah. I'm planning to stay. Well, well, that's great I, that you live live closer, uh, Jeff. Um, that, that uh, there was a, yeah, there was a few years that we didn't get a hotel, you know, in town there, and we had to drive really far north to, to get a hotel at night. And man, we were so tired after walking around all day. We about fell asleep driving to the hotel, man. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I'm definitely blessed. Yeah, definitely yeah. blessed for having it in my backyard. And then but I learned about here. the. The four days yeah. of of May. That four days event, in May. Yeah. I want to attend that. Uh, this is the first time I heard about it. So uh-huh. I definitely want to uh-huh. attend that next year since it's right up the road. Yeah. Oh, it's very cool. Uh, I'm a member of QRP Archie and uh, I presented there a couple times. And uh, what they generally do is on Thursday night, they have what they call vendor night. And they have kind of um, just all sorts of fun stuff. And then Friday night, they have their homebrew competition. And uh, everybody brings a homebrew thing and they vote on who's best. And they also had a side uh, competition like last year. It was how much power can get, can you get out of a single two in 22, 22 before it blows. And uh, Hans uh, from, uh, oh gosh, Hans Sumner. Uh, what is his call, Tom? Uh, uh, Hans, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, but um, mm-hmm. he he uh, got he managed to get four watts out of that thing, and he didn't blow it. It was absolutely amazing. Neat, neat. Sounds like a great event. Can't wait to do it next yeah. year. Yeah, and then they have a banquet on Saturday night and give away all sorts of good prize, pri, uh, prizes and stuff. And uh, the Thursday before the event, they have a series of seminars all day. Uh, for everybody so you get a lot of it's kind of like a ham fest within a ham fest neat i definitely will look that up yeah g0 upl is hans's call all right i was answering somebody in the chat room here yeah uh uh, how do i bring up the chat room Uh, how do you bring it up at uh, ham t at at the W five KUB website, okay. Where it says so just live video and chat. You can got it. Bring up the the chat because I had that up earlier. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. All right. Very good. Let's see who we we hadn't got to Mark yet. Mark, are you still there? I am still here. All right, man. Well, Mark kept us out there. He was our focal point. 
there at Mark did a great job. Virginia and uh, in a space 8220. And uh, he uh, he put up the SkyCam for us, and also we had the Skylink there. Skylink, yes, yeah, Skylink. Starlink. 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 But we ended up just uh, our rovers just ended up using their uh, cell service, and it worked great, man. Yeah. You know, Tom, I did look at, uh, I watched some of the, um, the, my video today and audio. And the video was a little choppy. I was surprised at that because you said how good it was, but it was perfectly viewable. Was that inside or outside uh, the building? Uh, both. Seemed, both. It just yeah. seemed choppy yeah. on, your, on your playback. Did it look Did it look smooth at all when you were watching it? Oh. Well, I don't know, but I was pretty happy with it. I know that walking around out there and trying to get a remote connection is not great. I thought the, the quality looked pretty good on the video itself. And you're right, it was right. a little choppy at times. But, uh, uh, hey, this is better than what we've ever been able to do, to have someone walk around with a camera. And uh, right. this is the first for us, you know. And I apologize for having my finger on the top of my phone. I never even noticed it. Until oh, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice that. I, I didn't notice you had that. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I kept seeing it flicking in and out, and I'm like, man, I got to learn yeah. how to hold that better. Yeah, I've done that before uh, myself. Well, I'm All definitely right. going to buy a gimbal, a handheld gimbal for next yep. time. Same thing. Uh, I thought the exact same thing. Yeah, you know, for less than $100, you can get something that, that should work. That yep. just you know, fine. I was going to go on uh, uh, the Internet and look for one, too, right after you saw that, that girl that had that one. Uh, I was, oh, that was she said she paid yeah. like 20 bucks for it in Hong Kong. Well, in Hong Kong, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you can buy anything in Hong Kong. I, I used to make a lot of trips to Hong Kong, and uh, let me tell you, you know, you, you talk about ham radio stores, you can walk down the streets in Hong Kong, and every window, every store is full of electronics, and every wow. store, every store has ham transceivers in it. I mean, I mean, it, it's like, I don't know, man. It's like ham heaven there, you know? Wow. Oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. All right. So, well, very good. Okay. Uh, I'm going to open in just a moment. I'm going to open the phone line. So let's see if we can get somebody to participate and let's talk about our experience there. And uh, uh, we'll get some, uh, we'll get some feedback for some other people. Hey, I this think we got quick. Bill fixing to join us too. Who is that? Bill. Bill Brown is fixing to join us, I believe. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Let's see. Let me get. I sent him a link. What some people have to say about about Xenia if they've never been there before. Yeah. This is what the fourth year we we were in Xenia after a little hiatus because of the yeah pandemic. something like that. Yeah. All right. Well, while we're waiting here, Bill, let me just give you guys a quick update on our uh, on our uh, flights. Um, you know, for the show, we have been flying the Pico balloons around the world, and uh, this is the uh, uh, flight path of our balloons. The the red the red one up there is the uh, is W five KB one twelve. It, uh, after 320 days, the transmitter quit. So I think it's still flying. It's probably around 350 days now, but 320 days was the last time we got a good transmission. 
reason we know we know that the transmitter quit was it was becoming very uh, uh, intermittent over time. And the altitude was staying the same, but the transmissions were becoming very intermittent. And uh, this thing had a bug in it ever since the launch uh, 320 days ago. The, uh, the green line is uh, a second flight we launched a little later, and it's, it's been flying now about, uh, I don't know, 230 days maybe. Uh, it originally started from Memphis. It made about four laps around the world in the northern hemisphere. And it, then it did something very unusual. It crossed the equator. You can see it Africa right there. It kind of did a zigzag through Africa, and it went down into the Antarctic area, and it's been flying down there ever since. Uh, we did get a report from it yesterday. Uh, it reported all day yesterday. It, it had been quiet. Uh, it had been quiet for over a week. We hadn't heard from it for over a week. But uh, it's wintertime down there. It's dark a lot down there. And uh, um, it's going to be spotty, but um, we expect we'll see reports coming back from it every maybe week or eight or ten days. So that's kind of uh, the status on our balloons. Uh, that is uh, that's 112. That's W5 KUB 112. You can see it uh, broken out there. Uh, pretty nice flight. And then. Uh, that is that is uh, 113 there that started off up in the north and went down to the bottom. Let me see if Bill's in here yet. Let's see, Bill, Bill, Bill. I don't see Bill in here yet, uh, so I can't add Bill. So anyway, that is kind of where we are with our balloons. We're not doing another one yet. We're not doing another launch yet, but we still have that one up. I want to do something different. Don't know what it is yet, but uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna kind of take a little break from launching uh, since we kept one in the air for the last three years or so. We're going to take a little break. We still have one flying and we're going to try to come up with something new that we can we can do. So that's our story and we're sticking to it there. Um, I'm going to I'm going to put the phone number on here and uh, let me start the phone system up and let's see if we can get some people in here. Uh, all right, if everybody just kind of hang in there with us, we'll be back in about one minute and we'll have the phone lines open. Got cabin fever? Look no further. Spring is in the air and ICOM has just what you're looking for. We have top quality base stations, mobiles, and handhelds that are perfect for working your favorite bands. Want to catch a sneak peek at our upcoming IC905 SHF release? See it at our booth at the Dayton Hamvention. ICOM's newest amateur FM transceiver is the IC V3500. With a compact body and simple interface, this radio is a must for those looking for a long-range mobile with a fresh look. The ICT-10 is a rugged portable that meets or exceeds standard military testing. With an IP67 waterproof rating, the ICT-10 can withstand any field activities ahead. Hear transmissions and listen to FM broadcast with the loud 1500 milliwatt speaker. The IC7300 is a high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design that will far exceed your expectations. This innovative HF transceiver digitizes RF before various transceiver stages, reducing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changes the way entry-level HF is designed. 
Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. All right, I'm looking. I still don't, I still don't see Bill. All right, guys, I'm going to put the phone number up here, and let's see if we can get some uh, participation. Yeah. Uh, Bill should be here in a minute. We're getting him the link. Okay. Um, all right. I just put the phone number up there, uh, guys. Uh, let's uh, let's get some participation there. We might even pay you if you call in. Hey, what do you think, Glenn? It's, get, it's getting where we have to pay people to call in now. Yeah. Well, as soon as you pay me, I'll call in. I was going to say, um, if you want to triple my salary from this last weekend, I'll call you. Well, you know, I. I I'll just oh, why, right why stop hey, it tripling, man? I'll, you did such a good job. Limb. Yeah, I'll go out on them right now. I haven't talked to our board of directors, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, yeah, I'm just going to say I'm going to double from this point forward. I'm doubling everybody's salary. Okay. Uh, that should make you happy. That should make you happy there. All right. So the phone number is up there. Let's see if we can get, uh, let's see if we can get some precipitation in here, man. Well, while we have this lull in the action, did anybody record my forum on Saturday? Well, Ham Hamvention always posted and recorded all the forums the last few years. I'm guessing they did yours. I just hadn't looked I, for it yet. I don't know. I'll have to go look. But uh, I don't remember seeing anybody set up in a static recording. I mean, I saw a lot of phones and handheld cameras but i don't think i really saw anybody with a, a tripod and stuff yeah if not tom you, we probably might want to set up a you know a day in the next couple of weeks and let me just do that forum as the show and uh just we can do recreate it we can do that we can either have a special show for it or we can do it on a tuesday show whatever works for you but yeah i mean several people have asked for it all right. But let's see if Hamvention does it first because there's there's nothing that's going to beat that live presentation because it was just so fun. I can't remember the last time I had so much fun. Well, that's good. I apologize, but what was the topic? It was Arduino. Oh, okay. Uh, it was called Arduino The Next Generation. And... Uh, it was talking about the newer generation of Arduino microcontrollers and components and and parts and fun stuff. All right, guys, look, the phone number is on the bottom of the screen here, 716-427-1083. Dial that number. Put our code in, 407051-POUND. Ah, nope, I thought we had somebody. Remember, we can only take 1,000 people at a time. So, you know, kind of pace yourself. Someone needs to call in. I mean, there was yeah. plenty of people, plenty of people in, in, in Xenia. Oh, yeah. Someone I need to get Hambot. I just need to get Hambot to give them a fake prize. Maybe they'll call in then. Yeah. Got to be someone out there that has a story to tell. I mean, I, I've got some stories over the years, but I've told them on here, and uh, well, you know, I, I'm not. Gonna I tell have them a anything. short one, if you don't mind. Go right ahead. Go right so ahead. So, when I was working our booth, um, we had two 
uh, guys, I'd say they're 17 to 20 year olds came up and we had a bunch of books uh, from uh, covering every topic. And these two kids started digging through there and they were amazed. And they started pulling out books and they were so excited. I mean, they're just eyes just lit up. And when I asked them, I said, well, why are you guys so excited over these books? And they said, because this type of subject from that year's stand by call. Not, stand by. is not covered um, okay. in any where online. It's not stand in. And he goes, and this kind of hit historical books or any books of this age and genre is disappearing. And he goes, when it dis when you throw this out, there will be never this this information will never be captured again. And they are just so excited. And you can tell that that generation is excited to get into amateur radio, get into electronics. Um, and so to me, it looked like, wow, there's a lot of young people that want to get into amateur radio and they're excited for it. And it's great to see because without new people coming in, amateur radio eventually dies. So good on them. And it really made me excited. Great. Hey, that's a great story there. Hey, we've got, we've got two callers on here. Uh, let's see who they are real quick. Uh, hey, caller, uh, how about the caller in the 502 area code? Hello. I would like to kind of compliment you and your crew on the excellent job you did at Hamvention. They really made me miss it even more since I couldn't go. And I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, I tried to email you a picture, I think, from 2010 of your booth. And... You had a banner across. The first yeah. letter was blocked by the, a leg. The rest of the banner said A5KUB.com. Yeah. Was that an old website you used to run? Well, let me uh, try to answer that. Uh, I, I've got your picture. I, I, I'm going to try to pull it up in a minute. But that picture was made out in our booth. And my call used to be. Uh, WA5KUB. Is that what you're asking about? Yeah. Yeah. So my call, my call, I got it back in 1964, and it was WA5KUB. I dropped the A uh, a number of years ago, uh, just to shorten it a little bit, to uh, W5KUB. Uh, so, yeah, hey, the picture you sent us, we were out in a flea market. That was probably 30, 35 years ago. I really appreciate you wow. sending that picture to us. Yeah, I had many enjoyable moments waving to my wife from your camera. Yeah, people and used she, to people used to just come out there and stand in front of our camera and call home on their phone, you know. And uh, uh, we used to get a lot of a uh, uh, a lot of business that way. I'll, I'll put it that way. Nobody bought anything; they just got on camera. Yeah. Uh, I think you made a lot of spouses very very happy. Well, and, you know, uh, uh, my wife got hooked on your on your interviews. Well, there's two things there. First of all, several people came by that said they were in a witness protection program, so they didn't like the camera being there. Uh, <laughs> and then again, and then again, uh, you know, some people uh, you got in front of the camera just to prove to their spouse that they were there and not somewhere else. Hey, let's see who else is on the phone. Uh, uh, 662 area code. Are you there? Yes, I'm Charlotte in Mississippi, and I'm watching y'all on YouTube, and you guys are 
uh, inspiration to me. I'm a future ham. Um, I go back to the 19, uh, early 70s. Let me mute that call. Okay. Uh, uh, and your name is Charlotte? Yes, I'm Charlotte in Mississippi, and I'm, uh, I'm studying for um, my ham license, and my uh, my father got me into ham receiving along with him when I was in elementary school, and I still have the antique receiver that we used, and um he um, he wanted to get his hand license, but never mastered Morse code. So uh, now that CW is not required, I'm planning to become licensed. But I want to ask y'all, what is the best means of study? Is it the phone apps or the book or, or videos? What is the oh, best? Well, okay, so uh, I haven't really studied for my license uh, since 1964. Uh, anybody can uh, have any ideas on what the best study is? Uh, I, I can help with that and because I'm studying for my general. Uh, for technicians, it's actually not that hard. And I used uh, basically, um, um, I think it was ham test prep or something like that. It's a free online service. And I just memorized the questions and answers. It was very easy for tech. I think it was 35 questions or something like that. Not hard. For general, I have done, I am not a really good at reading the book and understanding. So I do, yeah, that's, that's the one right there. I do a mix of, I have the book um, from Gordon West for general. Also, I have watched YouTube videos um, online that cover the general material. And on top of that, I do the, the quizzes at hamstudy.org. So that's, it's all depending on your study style and how you, re, how you remember things. It's each person has a different way of learning and understanding material. Yeah. Now, Jackster in the chat room is recommending ham radio prep. And my general feeling on this, now I'm like Tom, I haven't had to upgrade in forever. But like, like he said, just, you know, whatever suits you, you know, start with the online stuff since it's generally free and uh, use whatever else you need if you think you need to fill in the gaps. And I, let me add to this. So <clears throat> I haven't had to upgrade for 26 years, but um, back back then, there were only the books, the Gordon West books, or I, I don't know if there were any other books other than Gordon West at Radio Shack. But um, having the, you know, the, the ability to read through the question pool was important to me. And now there's online ways to take the test. So I would read the question pool, you know, take some notes as you as you do it and mental notes also, and then, you know, use something like this ham study the, this one here i i this guy kind of he impressed, he impressed me out there uh, when i was talking to him and that's i just have enough some material from him invention next to me um ham study.org and, and for oh and actually he says that the web app is free it's the it's the mobile app that costs four dollars so you can do this online for free and they say the 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 algorithm um will will keep you um learning because it will let you know when you the, the questions that you don't know it will repeat those and the ones that you do um 
the, the things that you comprehend that, that it will only test you once in a while. So that's the way I would do it. And just a reminder, the general pool questions, I believe they change at the end of the year. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, that's why I'm trying to push hard to get it this year and not have to try to remember a, a new pool of questions for next year. All right. Well, I hope okay, that thank y'all. I hope yeah. that helped you, uh, Charlotte. Hey, Charlotte. And don't be afraid, don't be afraid to take the test. Just go in there and take the test. If, yeah. if you don't make it, they'll help you. Hey, you Tom. Hey, take hey, it again. Charlotte, uh, where, where are you? What? Where are you located, Charlotte? Cleveland, Mississippi. Glad you didn't say Charlotte. <laughs> Did you say twenty-one, Mississippi? Cleveland. Is that Cleveland. a city? Is that a, is that a city? Yes, it is. It's down. Yeah, um, Cleveland, just like Cleveland, Ohio, but in Cleveland, Mississippi. It's about 120 miles south of me. I'm halfway between Memphis and Jackson, Mississippi. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Maybe I misheard something. Cleveland. I, I oh, Cleveland. It's Cleveland. Where did I get the 21? I don't know, but 21's not a city in my book. Well, that's what I was asking. I'm thinking if they got to name a city like that, we're going to have a 22 and a 23 and, you know, 25. No, no, no. I mean, She's in Cleveland, Mississippi. I, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my somebody told me uh, in the chat room where that was, too. Well, yeah. hey, hey, Charlotte, th th thanks for calling in and good luck on your test. You'll get it. Just study Thank you all so much. You'll get it, dear. Yeah, and call right. back and let all us right. know when Thank you pass. You. Yeah, join us. Yeah. Join us awesome. later tonight. <laughs> Hey, Tom. Don't yeah. be afraid to go out and take that test. Just go take it. You, yeah, I think uh, I think we got Bill Brown came in on the phone. He, he came in on the, uh, must be a landline. You know, Bill, Bill, don't have a good I had to here. go, I had to go old school on this one. Yeah, he had to go old school, man. <laughs> How you doing, Bill? You, you, did you stay up there when all weekend or did you uh, come when back all early? Folks used the phone lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, my computer just took the last 45 minutes to update Windows right as I was trying to log in the show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you need to upgrade. And it, and it all says, please wait, do not shut your computer uh, yeah. off. It should actually say, please do not throw your computer out the window. Exactly. Well, you need to do that a couple hours before showtime. Well, it decided to do it automatically. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to talk with Bill Gates about that. It seemed like he scheduled stuff right in the middle of our show. You know, I had a time when I had a security camera going, and I was away for a week, and I had the camera pointed at my front and back door recording any movement. And uh, on Tuesday night, it did an automatic Windows update, which shut my security program down. Hmm. And on Wednesday morning, somebody broke into my house and stole thousands of dollars worth of stuff. So Bill wow. Gates cost me a lot of money by those updates. I Ouch. think that, that sounds like a lawsuit to me, man. To, to Bill Gates. I'm sure you. I'm sure you clicked off on something. Yeah, he's got, uh, he's got well-paid lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's, anyways, that's, I wanted to let you know we had a great time at uh, Dayton. I was only there on Friday, and uh, we had a beautiful weather. Um, no storms this time or thunderstorms or pouring rain. And, uh, we, uh, managed to have a great forum. We had a balloon sat forum and we had 150 people or more, uh, at the forum. 
Uh, we had uh, Ken K9YO from the North Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, uh, the ones that were potentially mm-hmm. shot down by the jets mm-hmm. over Canada, and he gave a great talk. And Han Summer, G0UPL from QRP Labs, talked about his tracking transmitters, and then we had a talk about uh, the Antarctic balloons. So uh, it was a um, big uh, audience, and uh, I didn't see too many people get up and leave during the show, so they must have must have been able to keep them awake. And then right afterwards, we uh, launched two APRS trackers uh, in pretty high winds. It was 10 to 15 knots right from the food court. I reasoned that there was probably a lot of heat generated by all those food trucks and that there'd probably be a good thermal uplift, so I let it go right before. We managed to miss the food trucks and the hams, and it went right up in the air, just popped right up in the thermal. Well, you know, last year we we launched there, and and it actually stopped at the corndog stand before it took off. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we launched uh, WHBI-11 and dash 12, and they're currently doing loops around the Atlantic Ocean out of range of APRS. I flew APRS only because of the big crowds and the high winds, so I didn't want to get snagged or anything this year. But uh, hopefully they'll be showing up in Europe here in the next couple of days after they do a couple loops around the middle mid-Atlantic states. But... Uh, um, worked well, had a great crowd, and uh, had a good time visiting with everybody. Well, great. Glad you uh, made it up there. And as you probably saw or have realized, we just did the show remotely this year. We had uh, yes, Jeff, uh, Jeff and I, Jeff. I, uh, I don't think you were doing anything on Friday, no, but we, uh, I had to leave on Saturday. So, yeah. yeah. Um, had to come to a graduation back in Alabama, so it was a whirlwind tour this time. All right, well, very good. Okay, but, hey, uh, we need some more callers. Come on in here, give us a call, guys. Uh, uh, Bill's the uh, only one on the line now, so maybe we'll get another caller or two. We're going to up our payment. We're going to double our payment to the next caller that comes in over what we paid the last callers. So. It's hey, uh, let's see the calculator two times zero. Let's see what does well, that equal? Uh, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah no, but no, you, no. but you have no, to carry was, the two and it was uh, it was zero 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 zero. No, it's it was it's nine zeros, Bill, not just zero. It's nine. Oh, zeros. oh okay. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. You go. You got to go zero to the ninth power. That's right. Yeah, zero, zero is <laughs> zero is more than just zero. Especially yeah. when you triple my pay. Hey, my computer finally finished updating after 45 minutes. So well, I'll give it a go you, now. Maybe you can join us here. Hi, all. You want to try to join us? Yeah, I'll try and join you and see if it works. Okay. <laughs> Bye. All right. Jeff, uh, N3VE. I yes, saw sir. a burglar. I saw a burglar walk behind you there. <laughs> <laughs> That's my girlfriend. Okay. All right. Well, can you very do? good. Say hi, Mari. Hi. Hi. Hello there. Hi. Okay. What do you got in your? You got anything good in your refrigerator? I'm getting yeah. hungry. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get probably hungry. not much. It's kind of empty. <laughs> we went out to dinner tonight because there's really not oh, yeah? much in there. Yeah, yeah, we had we had tacos and that was about it. But yeah, there's not yeah. much in there. That's the cool thing go. about Dayton, man. Is you know, I get to eat out and have my junk food for four straight days. I'm happy. <laughs> You know what? And I got to tell you something. I, I, I felt so horrible Sunday and Monday from the junk food I ate. It was horrible. <laughs> I oh. ate so much junk and I'm not used to that. So yeah, it wasn't good. Not good at all. Well, we got really lucky when they moved to Xenia. A friend of mine uh, found the bed and breakfast there. And before we leave out, we always make next year's reservations because it gets that full and it's me and uh, some folks from the New York DX club and some other folks. So it's, it's all hams in that bed and breakfast and we're right in downtown Xenia. So it's just a hop, skip and a jump for us over to the fairgrounds. I, yeah, that sounds nice. We, I always stay on I'm, my buddy at Jim NS three K and myself always stay on Miller lane at the drawer Inn. Icom stays there. Um, who else was there? Uh, Gordo used to stay there. He wasn't yeah. there this year. Uh, well, you well, know, well, Tom, yeah, you stayed there before. Yeah, I've and, stayed here. I've stayed here before. That's a really nice hotel, but it's so far away now. You know, I mean, it's twenty-five but, uh, minutes. Yeah, but you know, the nice thing about it is, you know, the free breakfast. They have. They always yeah. have a really nice free breakfast. I think free every breakfast. ham, I think every ham up and down that whole strip and that whole area comes to free breakfast that morning. I don't know if you mm. noticed that or not. <laughs> That's funny. In but the chat room, they're asking. Oh, go ahead. Sandwich. Pork yeah. chop sandwich. They were pork 10 bucks, sandwich. I think. I think yeah. the pork oh, they chop were 10 yeah. Didn't they look good? Oh, they yeah. were wonderful. But uh, I had the uh, the sirloin tip dinner from the the one right next door to him okay and the bourbon chicken was really good on rice yeah if, yep, you know, for really fair tasty. food it was quite good and if you, anybody they, had they, that they really do have great food compared to what, what you could get at um at our yeah now there's also a guy there that had you know homemade kettle corn and oh dear lord that popcorn was wonderful Mm. Was it? Oh, yes. Yes, I got me a bag of it. Oh, I kind of was... felt like he wasn't selling much corn, but maybe he did. Oh, they were they were selling it just like hotcakes, man. It was Everybody oh, had a bag. I'm glad because I, I, I walked by one time and he was the, just there by himself with like a couple bags. Yeah, and... no. In the afternoon on Saturday, he was just – he kept putting up fresh bags, so it looked like he wasn't selling, but, oh, he was, okay. he was selling big time. That's and, good. It, and for me, um, one of the hacks that for this year is instead of paying for drinks up there, I'm just bringing a cooler of drinks with me, yeah. and that saved money. Um, I paid for the the meal, but now I have to pay that four or five dollars or more for oh, a yeah. drink every yeah. time. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, brought, I brought a bunch of waters in with me, and um, this was the first year I I actually purchased a uh, vendor spot out in the boneyard. And I sold um, about what I expected to get uh, money-wise from the, the equipment that, that I put out there. I brought out what I thought was about $2,200 of what, about what I wanted to get. I sold $1,500 uh, 
in my pocket the first four hours on Friday, never opened up again and brought home about $500 worth of equipment. So, you know, I took a little bite on, you know, on the dollar amount that I wanted to get, but that's okay. I did really well. That was the one thing I noticed. People were definitely buying stuff this year. Everybody was carrying something around. Or pulling a wagon full of equipment. Yes. I saw that several times. Yeah. Yes. No, but I, I by twelve thirty on Friday afternoon, I had decided I'm not I'm done selling. You know, I I, I only had a small table, one spot. The spot cost seventy five dollars. If anyone wants to come out and you know sell equipment, I went through my shack after all these years and just pulled out some stuff and put a price on it and. Maybe sold at twenty, thirty dollars less than what I had had it marked, and it sold. Yeah, first four hours of the ham fest, so I was happy. Yeah. Hey, Tom, uh, Bill's connected to the app now. You may need okay. to let him in if you can. All right, I can do that. Don't cost him though. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I one thing I noticed on both Friday and Saturday. Normally in the afternoon, you see the crowd tail off. And I did not see that this year. It seemed like it was very busy in the open areas and in the flea market all day, both days. Yeah. When I went to video um, the emergency equipment, I think that was around one o'clock in the afternoon. And there was just gobs of people streaming into into those gates. I mean, I don't think it was ever slowed down. I agree. Oh, I see Bill in here. Hey, uh, anybody win anything at the uh, uh, prize booth this time this year? Glenn, no, did you win me. anything? No, I did not win anything this year. But I didn't win anything you know, last I, year either. I've been going to Dayton for the last sixty years, actually mm-hmm. probably a little bit more than that. And uh, I've only won one gift and that one prize, and that was a, a book on. Uh, how to get into ham radio. And I just learned that about five years ago. Hey, I won one of those big diamond power supplies in Orlando, and we had to figure out a way to get into my backpack to get it home. Wow. Mm. Wow. We I'm had using one, one of those uh, $69 computers, uh, Tom, and this is uh, working better than my other laptop. Uh, when I tried my other laptop uh, with this app, it can't find the camera says it's being locked up by some other app so um something's weird on that one but this one seems to be working okay yeah it is one of those evolve computers but this is also the one that decided to update uh when i first powered it up is that the little uh 80 evolve computer yeah yeah That's I, tried what I'm on mine. Right. I tried mine here and it wouldn't uh it wouldn't see the camera or something i don't know what was going on but well, my bigger laptop uh, couldn't find the yeah. camera, the one I normally use. So uh, I powered this good. one up, and then it immediately took 45 minutes to update. Well, that's been <laughs> pretty good. not too bad little, for an $80 computer. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. It's been really good. Well, uh, you know, we were... Uh, we had a Dayton, and uh, the first person I saw Dayton was uh, actually... Out of all those 30,000 people, I ran right into Glenn as I was walking in. Yeah. Oh, you were just coming in there when I ran into you? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's cool. Papa Doc is wanting to know if we've got any word on the attendance yet, and I have not heard a thing, but my gut feeling is it was the best they've had in a while. Oh, the weather was fab fabulous. It was a big crowd on Friday, and Friday's normally not as big, but, but I the thought the crowd was so good. bigger bigger on Friday than it was on Saturday. I could be wrong, but yeah. Well, my well, forum at nine fifteen, these people have had to have gotten just through the gate. And my forum started at 9.15, and it was standing room only. I would guess we had about 150 to 200 people in the room, and I'm not sure, but I think they actually stopped letting people in. It had gotten that full. Wow, good for I know you. Mine, mine was packed. We had 150 in the balloon sat forum on Friday, and that was on Friday. And we had at least 150 people in there, so it was a really yeah. good turnout. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um in my case, they promised more seats next year. So that says at least, A, I'm coming back, and B, I'm going to have more chairs. And I it would have been nice be around. the screen was a little bigger, though. The screen for people sitting in the back was a little hard to see uh, what was on the screen. See, in Forum 4, yeah. I had a full-size standard screen, so I was lucky there. Oh, okay. Ours was a little smaller <clears throat> then. Yeah. And I heard it could be around 35,000 is the unofficial number I heard. Wow. That well, that would be about right, but that would be about five yeah. 6,000 more than last year. So I'm looking for the numbers. I'm looking for the numbers. Here's what I was seeing. Here's what our SkyCam was seeing right here. I mean, to me, this is Saturday afternoon. I don't see anybody walking around Saturday afternoon. I, it was not that busy out there, Tom. I was very surprised Saturday. I I, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on. It still may be a, uh, you know, record-breaking attendance, but I sure didn't see them outside. Well, I tell you, I, I hit I that flea market first thing Friday just because of weather and everything else, you know. I and I hit it absolute first thing. You know, I, you know, we've been going for forty years, and you know, forty years, thirty-five years ago, thirty years ago, the outside was so crowded. That we yeah. complained. We complained. We we couldn't walk and see everything. It was ebo to ebo. We couldn't see everything. And we complained that it was too crowded. And 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 this year and this year is Well, man, I'll have to say, I Tom, I could throw a rock out there and not hit anybody. Yeah, but Tom, you're you only year. seeing one row of about ten rows. Well, let me right. uh, let me let me show you another row. I'll and, show you another and row. Tom, I yeah. asked some of the guys that were working our booth that's been going to Hamfest forever, and uh -huh. I asked that question: Is um, being, what they told me is because this new layout is so much more spread out that it looks like less people compared to when it was up at the arena. And I agree with that. Yeah. It may I mean, be it, the it common be. area between buildings. We I did not have days that. When uh, we had bad weather, do you I remember agree. the wet, bad weather days at the Hera Arena? And well, uh, that was every, so that crowded was, inside that yeah. you couldn't do sideways. That was every year. Yeah. So, and that was the thing: yeah. having that open area between buildings kind of dispersed the crowd a little bit and the buildings did not get as crowded. Now I will say in the ARRL area, when I was there, it was wall to wall people. So it was crowded, but you, it was, you could maneuver around and it was that way in most of the other buildings as well. 
And here's uh here's a shot yeah, inside the traffic the flow, uh, yeah. works I mean, very well in this move. See, and that's light compared to what I went through. Yeah, yeah. and well, I know in the morning it was a whole lot more in the buildings. You could hardly move like Saturday and, afternoon. Yeah. yeah, that was that was Saturday Saturday afternoon. Yeah. No, I yeah, just you, seemed you like more crowd in the morning. Friday Friday seemed more much more crowded than Saturday, and I was I was shocked by that, but Crowd's getting a little bigger there. But I will say this, and something for you to think about in terms of how big this is. On Saturday, on Friday, I walked everything, and it was 4.8 miles. And then on Saturday, yeah, I did a lot yeah. of walking, and I walked 3.7. Yeah. So that's well, how one. spread yeah. out this really is. So right. uh, the original was row one. There's row, you're seeing row two. You can see row three there. You know, maybe you know. I'm hoping they had a good attendance. I'm I'm hoping they did, and I would like I would and, love to see that number. I'm sure they'll share it. And yeah. Tom, you're seeing the four rows there, plus where we were was outside the track, um, mm -hmm. up by the grandstand. There was a row there, and then on the I would say the other side, outside of where um, you guys were set up, there was another side, section, and then past the track there's a complete another two or three rows. So there's a lot of different vendors out there that spread out far and wide. Yeah. They have a separate area other than the track for flea market stuff. Oh yep. yeah. Yeah. It's in this, this area here. This, uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, what do we got here? Let's see. <laughs> I think maybe. Oh, that was, that's part of what I was doing. Yeah. Jeff shot this. Uh, I am a, I'm looking for my ticket stub. Uh, I've actually, I think it said 36,000 was my number. But I had a number, I think that yeah, was, well that, yeah. I had 34 nines, I think, 31 and 34. There, there was so, the, the, the ticket numbers were so varied looking at the prize drawings. There, there um, were some 60,000 numbers on the ticket, so yeah, I wouldn't go by those oh, okay. in attendance. My, that was my point. You can't go by that for attendance. And I think the flea market tickets were different numbering than the general admission tickets. Yeah. Well, but yeah, that's probably it. They're probably like 10,000. They start with 10,000 for this one, 20,000 for that group. Yeah. Say so like my yeah. uh, general admissions were 34, nine, something, something. Let me see what the flea market was. Yeah, but the thing is, you, you know, that, that crowd, like they were saying, it was in and out of that gate and it was steady in that common area between the buildings. It was always crowded. Yeah. And I took a video of the common area at the beginning of my second video. So you can kind of see what I called it, the main street. See, and, and here many people are there. You were always yeah. funneled into a very small area inside at Hera. True. The way to get yeah, between areas was that little itty bitty walkway. That's true when you think about it. I mean, the food court or the courtyard, as I called it, was was huge. There were so many people out there on Friday. Yes. Um, and I, I thought it would be more crowded on, on Saturday. It wasn't. It wasn't as crowded. No, Friday, Friday was way more crowded. I like crowded. that camper. It looks like a, a lunar lander. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pop-up i mean that thing I, I looked at it carefully and it um 
you know, the one side folds down before the other folds down and it, like different than the pop-ups that I'm re remembering from a, from a kid, you know, that kind of the whole lid popped up and then two sides popped out. Remember this, Tom? Yeah. 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 And that what other camper was really neat too on the right. Now, what amazed me was out near the flea market area, near the track, there was a guy and his license plate was porcupine, shortened to seven characters oh, or whatever. So, and I mean, he must have had 30 mag so mounted I have the story plate. on that one. I talked to the individual. He's right by uh, our, our amateur radio booth. And what he was, does is every year he sets up scanners, about 20 of them, and he tries to record all the broadcasts of you know the handhelds and everything that's going on in Ambention, and then he downloads it and puts it on a on a server so his intent is if you had a good friend that passed away during you know after this you could go back and try to find your recording of you and that dear friend of yours and you'll yeah. be able to capture that oh so that's, that's yeah it's that's, really neat that's neat yeah wow Oh, this is a, this is the whole satellite section. The one but, um, as far as new products, um, I heard there was a Kenwood. I know ICOM and Yesu didn't have anything new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kenwood. Uh, Jeff interviewed uh, Ray. Kenwood's got a new product out. Well, now, now uh, ICOM has a the nine oh a new handheld. Um, Kenwood has new handheld. Yezu um, just came out with a, a new FTM 500. Uh, that's a mobile rig. And there's a IC905 is starting to be delivered. Are you all familiar with the 905? No, I'm not. Yes. The, the Kenwood one? Oh yeah, yeah. That's the yeah the handheld. Yeah, the Rick is saying the D seventy five HT. Hey guys, I'm gonna have to leave. All right. Can Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so and, uh, sorry that I couldn't figure out how to get my. That's <laughs> okay. Not a problem. Not a problem. Get things going earlier, but um, appreciate it. And just and, uh, just um, blame it on the app. That's what Glenn does. He blames it on the app. I reboot it and it works. So Aha. yeah, I've had to do that anyway, as well. Um, thank, hey, thanks man, for thank allowing you. me to, um, you know, do what I did out there for you. Thank because you. I, do hey, appreciate, good I job. appreciate everything you've done for me in the past years. Good job. So, Just make sure they I, make sure on your wheel. The yeah, I know. The, wheel's all, the wheel's all set. Yeah. The yeah the flex, hold on. Hold on. I just, I just got this when I ordered my new, uh, what do you get? I, I don't know if he's updated his wheel or not, guys, but all his flex stuff's supposed to be coming to me. Let's see what he's got there. Let me look there at you. Go. They gave me a hat. He got yeah, a new hat. Yeah. All right. Hey, the well, ICOM hats were pretty good this year, and ARRL was giving out hats as well. Oh, well, man, I used renewed. to get so many hats. I used to get so many hats. My wife, every about five or ten years she would clean the closet out of hats and donate 40 wow. or 50 hats i am not a hat wearer but the flex one i'm going to yeah. keep you know, and, but yeah. tom you'll, you you can have i'll make sure you get a brand new one all right well <laughs> you know 
I, I had enough hats we could have a ball, an icon ball team, a Yezu ball team, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, all that. So, all right, man. Hey, Jeff, thank you, man. Good night. See you later. Here's the hamvention. Here's the official hamvention hat. Okay. Let's look at well, that. This, oh, this is the nice. hamvention hat. Yeah. And, and they gave me a shirt too. They got right. I got a nice, uh, really nice shirt uh, from the hamvention. I didn't get a shirt. Yeah, look at you. Well, what they. Hamvention is trying to get higher. Hey, hey, Hamvention is trying to get a little higher class now. You know, like these restaurants, you go in, you got to have a coat and a tie. And if you don't have a coat and a tie, they, you know, they have one you can wear. Well, if they're trying to go high class, they let me do a forum. Well, there's their problem right there. So so they gave Bill a shirt. They gave Bill a shirt and a hat. You know. Well, maybe they're just trying to send him a message. Yeah, I think it was. That, that's because yeah. I did the balloon launch. The, yeah. the, the balloon yeah. launch thing, I was considered a part of the committee member. That yeah, by oh, that's cool. That. So this is what they gave all the uh, committee member. Outstanding. The convention, so. That's nice. So that's pretty cute. I have a collection from every year I do a balloon launch, and they're all different colored hats. This is the first time they gave me a shirt, though, so I was that's really cool. pleased to get that. Um, hey, I was going to mention the the Icom 905. I don't, I believe it's a new product. Uh, I didn't see it at uh, Dayton, but a friend of mine just got one in. And uh, you all, uh, I know uh, Tom's got the 9700. Glenn, you've got a 9700, don't you? Yes. This is the 905 is a 9700 on steroids. Of course, it costs twice as much, but it does uh, two meters, 440. 1200, 2.4, 5.6, and 10 gigahertz within an optional module. Good heavens. And a friend of mine in the, in Arizona just got his, and you can do FMA TV with it and all kinds of different modes. Cool. Well, you know, with that, radio, with that radio, I, you've got to buy, you got to buy about $4,000 worth of antennas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Or maybe somebody, hey, maybe we're just come up with a uh, multi band antenna that would hit all those bands. What do you think? Well, you know, um, uh, WA5VJB uh, did a lot of uh, uh, high frequency antennas on PC boards. Uh, he had a log periodic uh, that yeah. covered multiple bands, and uh, they made great feed horns. And uh, actually, just for uh, mountaintop, and they, they worked well for that too. Yeah. That uh, was Kent. And Britain. All right, uh, folks. We, we need to. Jeff, save me three. Yeah, save me three. Goodbye. Good night. It's a pleasure. Thank you. All right, man. All right, we need to. We need some more callers. Come on. We've. Uh, uh, we're gonna. We're gonna up the ante again. We're gonna increase the pay to times three if you call in. So, give us a call. You know, I do have to say something, and you know, you know, in advance, this is going to be the case. But it seemed even more so this year. It seemed like I hit the ground there Thursday afternoon, and the next thing I woke up, and it was time to drive home. It was that fast. Nothing slowed down. You know, you were at a a pace the whole way. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like I said, I felt that there I was. I drove home. I drove home on. Uh... I drove home on Friday after my uh, launch because I had a graduation on Saturday in, oh, in right. Alabama. They always 
the the weekend always coincides with high school graduations. Oh yeah. man, that happened to me last year. My nephew graduated, and I missed Saturday. And you've yeah. got about the same drive nice as shirt. I did. Yeah, That's that is embroidered. That is nice. Next time you have to and live stream the graduation, so you can be so there. Yeah, really nice shirt. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear this. <clears throat> yeah. All right, let me make a quick announcement here, just in case. Well, let's see. Oh man, I'm looking. We got we got thousands of people watching right now. Maybe maybe there's maybe there's tens of thousands listening on on shortwave right now. Hey, if you're out there listening to Shoei, send me an email to uh, tom at w5kub.com. We'd love to hear from you. You're listening on WBCQ 7490, International Shoei out of Monticello, Maine. We'd love to have you uh, send us an email. Join our Facebook group. It's called W5KUB. 14,000 people in here now. It's, it's about uh, ham radio, shortwave, electronics, all that kind of good stuff. Hit that subscribe button right right about there. I think it's right about there. I, I don't see it here, but I know it's right there. So hit that subscribe button, if you will. And uh, join our show on Tuesday nights, uh, 8 o'clock p.m. on W5KUB.com. And you can join us and watch the live video. And you can watch the uh, – or you can enter into our chat room and chat with us and others that are uh, watching. And um, just for, for you guys that like to just listen to the podcast, we're on just about every podcast carrier, iNet Radio, Google Play, uh, all those. Just uh, search your favorite uh, uh, podcast carrier for, uh, for Amateur Radio Roundtable, and you'll uh, find us there. And, hey, if you're out there listening, I like to get emails from people that just do the podcast download. So if you're listening there on the audio podcast, send me an email. And let me know. I like to hear from you and where you are and 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 so forth. And uh, we uh, we thank you for joining us there. All right, so we are back. Uh, nobody's on the phone yet. Yeah, Papa Doc is saying that ICOM debuted the ID fifty. Yeah, we talked about that. We uh, uh, Jeff uh, actually talked to Ray uh, uh, Ray Novak about that. Uh, I don't think it's available yet, but they're showing it. Hey, Tommy, you mind if I throw out a question to yeah, the audience? Yeah, go right ahead. Go right ahead. So if you attended Hamfest, or sorry, Hamvention this year, what was your favorite forum? You're talking with, to me? No, to the, the audience. Oh, to the audience, yeah. You know, you know, I never went to any of the forums because, well, I never went to any of the forums because, um, you know, Hamvention was only, what, three days, two and a half days. And I couldn't see spending hours in there when I could have a good time outside, you know. So yeah, I you know. almost feel cheated if you take time to go out to a forum. I, yeah. I tend to agree. Yeah, you, you really do, man. I mean, if you, especially if you want to go to a bunch of forums. If you if you go there and you hit four forums, man, you done wiped out the entire day, man. So Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, hey, hey, select the one you like, like Glenn's, and go to it. But uh, hey, skip everybody else, man. But yeah, what's your what's your favorite form, guys? And you know, things have changed a lot since I got my license forty, well, no, fifty eight years ago. A lot of things have changed, and you know, uh, we were out in the flea market outside for 
probably 30 years. And uh, I like looking at the old stuff, the the surplus junk and the old stuff. And uh, that's that, that's what I like. Well, they some had years, piles of it this year. Yeah, some mm-hmm. years, some years, I never went inside the buildings there at, at Hera. I never went inside. And, and Glenn, I tell you, that, that was a scary thing back then. You go in there, you might get lost. You might not come out for like years, man. Oh, yeah. You, there were secret passages between all the various areas. And if you didn't leave breadcrumbs, you were you were just totally toast. That's right. And, you know, I, 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 I couldn't understand. Some of my friends say, well, it's in there in the gold room. Just you go through this door and you go there. And, and I didn't hey, even know they had a bar there in Harris. Let me tell you, you need a roadmap inside that building. Yeah, at least that's I what didn't I know that, Glenn. Somebody mentioned it last week. I'm just like, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. I never knew. Well, I tell you what. The, and uh, if it rained in the flea market, you couldn't get out of the building. No. Yeah, yeah no. everybody's in the building, but you know, at least you had the basketball like court area with all the seats where people should come in and sit down. Right. But man, yeah. So you know, then you know, after 30 years, we moved inside. And it was simple. I mean, I knew my way around. I mean, it was simple. You got here, you got this hallway, you got this room here. It was simple, man. But for for 30 years, I didn't even want to go in that building. It was my second year at Hera before I realized the areas were color-coded. And then I learned the secret passages between the areas. Well, and even back then, if someone said to me, it's in the gold room, I wouldn't even know how to find the gold room. No, you just had to just walk around until you notice the color was the one you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was crazy. That's the thing I do like about Xenia is it's very easy to, to figure out where you are. You get lost. You just get out of the building and you're in the common area and you can get your bearings from there. Well, also you can find that big tower that's over by the, the grandstand over there. Yeah. So if you knew, if you saw that tower, you knew you were by that grandstand. So yeah, it's a good landmark. Well, then you've got and that you know, police. Traffic, uh, doesn't seem to be as bad, and parking is uh, a no. lot better than it was at the Hera too. No, I mean, I I got parking in the the special lot, and I mean, I didn't even have to touch the brakes going in. I mean, it was like two cars ahead of me. So no, it was it was beautiful. Well, gentlemen, yeah. I'm going to have to bail on you guys. I got to okay. get up early hey, in the morning. Yeah, Jeff, thanks, man. Thanks for uh, all the help at Hamvention and uh, being with us tonight. Appreciate yeah, anytime it. you guys need me to jump on, I'm willing to help you guys anytime, anywhere. Yeah, you're a full-fledged member now. You can't get away from us. <laughs> and, uh, hey, if we do another one next year, we need you, man. Yeah, come in. I'll be there. All right, man. Thanks. All right. Take care. Tonight. Cheers. 73. Good night. Good night. Well, Mark's Mark hadn't been talking much tonight. I don't know what Mark's doing. No, Mark's there. Mark's I mean, worn out from the weekend still. Uh, you know, but he had a lot of stuff. I think Mark sold stuff. Yeah. How, how were sales, Mark? You do okay? They were good. Uh, that's they were good, good, man. Yeah, I stopped by his booth a couple times. Well, we and we were out in the flea market. Of course, we hadn't sold anything in ten or twelve years since. We moved, especially since we moved inside and uh, did the did the show. But uh, well, I have a question a, for Mark. Yeah, go ahead, hey, Mark. Um, you have that Starlink terminal. Um, 
but it's not available in the Dayton area. How do you get that one? Is that a mobile one or is that the standard one? It's the standard one. I, I had put it, put in for it when they first started with the um, uh, what are, the beta mo the beta testing. Uh, well, Bill, we we also sent a note directly to uh, Elon uh, just a couple months ago, and he he Say wanted it's to help. He wanted, Ukraine. Yeah, he wanted to help us out. <laughs> he wanted to help. So us we're out. we're a town in the Ukraine, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he's cut back the, uh, he's cut back what my understanding is he has, uh, restricted some of the things that his Starlink will do now in the Ukraine. He didn't want to, I don't, I don't know. He didn't want to look a single sided or something. I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. Well, I'm trying to get it here and they say it's not available here. And the only option is the very expensive, uh, uh, mobile version. Yeah, the the monthly rate is quite a bit more than the standard residential version. They won't sell me the residential version because it's not here yet. It's certain pockets. There's little hexagons that are about six mile uh, wide that are where you can buy them. And yeah. about 100 miles to my west, scattered across central Mississippi and western Alabama, you can buy it, but not here. Well, you know, uh, Jason, Jason Johnson, Johnson, uh, down in Texas, he brought one up, I guess was planning on using it, but he could not make his Starlink work there at Dayton. I don't, I don't know why. You have to change your that was uh, home I was address. Wondering how far you can, yeah. it, how far <laughs> you can move it, uh, from a fixed location when you have but a see, Mark, Mark is very close. Mark, Mark's very close to the, uh, fairgrounds. About a seven mile drive. Okay. So that's probably why this one worked, you know? Yeah. There was something about if you change your address that the, your slot might go away. And then when you try to move back to your original address, you might not be able to. Hmm. It stumbled across that tidbit. So I didn't try to change it. I also tried it at our work. other location. Yes, I, I, we have some uh, property to the north of us. It's probably uh, 30 miles northwest-ish uh, from where we live and, and where fairgrounds are. And I took it up there, and it worked up there, too, without doing anything. So I don't know. I don't know how well, big I tried the, uh, a year ago to get to I tried a year ago to get one. They said it'd be a one-year wait, and now I tried again now, and it'll still say it'll be later this year. So <laughs> it'll be like fall. Yeah, they just kept changing the date on mine from way back when when I signed up. It just kept the date kept moving forward. Hey guys, I want to do a quick test here. I've been reporting some issues to the app people. I want to do a quick test here. We just verified. So I'm going to mute. Uh, I'm going to mute uh, Glenn and and uh, Mark. Let me see if I can do that. And then what I'm going to do, I'm going to I'm going to start a little video and then stop a video. Uh, what I've what I've seen is if I have someone muted and I do a video and I come back, it automatically unmutes you. So I want to see if that really holds true. That was happening between me and Mark 
But I'm uh, pretty so, sure that's what happens because when you played it earlier, that that happened. So I'm gonna, Glenn. I'm gonna mute you. So stand by. All right, Glenn's muted, and uh, I'll mute uh, Mark. I'm gonna mute Bill because I've I've done this to Mark before. Bill, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute you, and I'm gonna play a video. All right, so here we go. We're gonna do a short video. Let's see what happens here. Um, here we go. Okay, now let's see what happened here. So they're unmuted. Yep, they're everybody's they're unmuted. unmuted. They're unmu everybody's unmuted. Yeah. There was yeah. an actual message that says you have been muted while video is playing. Correct. But the audio came out of my default speakers and not my headphones. I think I think Glenn is imagining he imagines a lot of stuff there, you know. <laughs> now wait a minute. I have not touched a drop of alcohol since Saturday. Glenn has on the program here. Glenn has all kinds of sounds coming out of everything. It comes out of a speaker one minute and it comes out of his headphones another minute. I wouldn't be surprised. He tells me it comes out of one of his caps uh, later, you know. <laughs> Are you sure you don't have a filling where it's coming out yeah. of uh, yeah. Glenn? Yeah. He's, he's picking it up, picking it up in his, uh, you know, jaw tooth yeah, there. This one right here. Yeah. But uh, no, something in the app is not switching from your playback into. No, no, Glenn is frozen for me. Everybody else seems to be moving, but Glenn has been frozen for the last few minutes. Huh. Well, well fine what, for I've me. Noticed, what I have noticed, Bill, is when people see on this app, when you see the other person frozen, if you're looking at it on YouTube, it's not frozen. I don't know. It's just something internal here. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, uh, Glenn doesn't like the app. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm looking gonna, at YouTube I, I'm now and he's not broken. You're right. I'm gonna use the wow. same uh I'm gonna use the same excuse that Dale gave me. Uh that's the way it's designed. It's supposed to work that way. Yeah. Brett says oh, that do uh, Glenn's cat generates QRM. I, I, at times I would guess they do. Oh absolutely, yes. You're still frozen. That's crazy. On the app, but not on YouTube. What about my audio? Is my audio frozen? Audio's fine. No, it's fine. That's let me make, crazy. Let me make Glenn. I'm going to make Glenn full screen. There we go. Is he still frozen on you? Now, now he's moving. Now huh? he's moving, huh? Now he's back. I put him back in a small box here. All Every right. Cat's nonsense. Well, guys, I like that. Let me tell yeah. you. I'm just really irked. I don't know if that's a word or not. I'm irked about my keyboard. I think I'm going to have to, I think I'm going to live with it. I don't know. I I could not live with it. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's more of a psychological thing to me. You know, I mean, the key, the keys all still work. I, I don't have to hit shift, for instance. But my fingers to, know I, the I don't difference. Have to hit shift. I don't have to hit shift to get the, the, the forward slash. Although it's on top, I don't have to hit it. They all work right. It's just that they're printed backwards. Why did it have to change? I think it has something to do with gaming, and that's what I was hoping that we. Why had did it have to change if the keys still give the same output shifted or what? Why did yeah, they reverse? Yeah. All they did was yeah. reverse the label. Yeah. Why? 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 That's what. 
That's the question I keep asking, and they nobody has the answer. Well, I'll tell you, they got, got it from the Bill Gates School of Windows, which is change it just to make everybody gripe. I mean, look, maybe, every time you touch Windows, they move things around. Well, yeah, yeah. It takes you six days to figure out how to turn the thing off. Well, hey, this is Windows 11, and when I got it, I couldn't find I couldn't find the off button. They moved it. Oh yeah, they moved it on 11 again. Yeah, they moved it. And y'all yeah. yell at me for staying on Windows 7. Well, you know, I know where everything is on Windows I'm on 7. Windows 8. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, hey guys, it's probably about time to shut down the show tonight. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Chris says, bet there are game shortcut keys. But it still there. gives you the same character. It's just the, the labeling on the keys is backwards. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't want to send this thing back and start I over. I would send it back and start over. I'm sorry. I'm just that fussy. I'm fussy about the feel of my keyboard, so I would definitely yeah. be, I'd be yeah. ape over that. I had to replace this keyboard to get the big uh, backspace key because I couldn't stand the single square size backspace key. My, my favorite key, Glenn, is uh, the metal Apple keyboards that are on a big sheet of aluminum, and they've yeah. got the chiclet keys. It's got a great feel. They're yes. a nice size, and you can set it up to be used on a PC. People think oh that's only for an apple but no it works on a pc do you remember so the keytronics do you remember the keytronics lifetime keypad keyboards those were my yeah. all-time favorite absolutely and i mean i kept going on ebay and and hunting one down every time mine died because they were not lifetime but they were darn close to it i would wear the the label off of the keys and you know, eventually, you know, uh, keys and just Radio Shack color computer had really chintzy uh, chiclet. Yeah. Keys on. But they had an aftermarket guy to sell these beautiful keyboards that would fit right into the computer. And I did that to all mine, and they it works great. I still believe like it or I not, said, I still have a cocoa running in the back. I found these. This is a V7. This is about all I can get as far as height on it, but. It's got the big wow. backspace key. It's got the soft feel. And this is like a $7 keyboard. I love it. That looks mm. nice. And it's just the right feel. Yeah, well, you know what I might? Chris has got a good idea. I may just take me an X-Acto knife and just scrape the key tops off. You know? And get me a get me a silver pin and just write the new ones on top of them. You I, could I'm, get a, just, a mirror uh, and uh, hold it up and look at it that way. Just put a mirror up in front of you. Well, let's do it, or just make them backwards. You know, I don't think it's reversal, but I, so I, what happened? They put the labels on inverted. Yes. Well, and they say this is a new design. Look at this, Bill. Look at this. Look at this. All right. Look at my keyboard. Uh, this is a brand new $1,500 laptop. Look, you see the question mark in the forward slash? Oh, yeah. 
on a normal keyboard, the question marks at the top, the slashes at the bottom. Right, so right, but, right. But if I hit that key, if I hit that key, I get the slash. If I do a shift, I get the question mark. And same thing on the numbers. Oh. The, the same thing. Yeah. The numbers they the reverse top. the function of the shift as compared to the labeling no, on the no, keys. No, no, the shift is the shift is still the same. I mean, the shift is right. As it's, compared to the labeling of the keys, it's reversed. That's right. That's right. It's all across. The and they did the same thing for the left and right carrot. Then the everything. Period. Look at the numbers. Every, the numbers. Oh man! Every, everything. Every symbol is reversed. And they say wow. this, this is a new design. It, it, I mean, this is a Dell gaming laptop, the G16, you know. And I, 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 was on, I was on the phone with Dell for eight hours yesterday. And, man, I gave them, you know, I gave them a heck about this. Nope. After two or three hours, they finally said, well, that's a new, we just found it. That's a new design. Okay. Well, tell me why huh. you did it. Why, why? Well, nobody could tell me. No. And then, it was, then it would say, hey. But it's the keyboard is functioning properly, so there's nothing we can do in this department. Thank you. Goodbye. So you know, I tried somebody else, and uh, uh, no, they don't know. They just had to change things around, and they didn't think that anybody would notice. So this is the G16. The lady told me on the phone last night that if I want to send this back, I can get the G15. The G15 has the correct keyboard, but the G16. The G16 has this keyboard. I would have sent it back before the show today. Yeah. That's weird. I'm and sorry. The wow. the only way that they fix things the right way is you shop That's with your true. wallet or you, well, you know. I still think those keys will pop off and you can pop a That's new key. That's unnerving. Yeah. Well, well, it depends on the, on how they do those keypads because on laptops, they may be part of a, of a board. Yeah, and and not removable, right? So Chris, uh, Chris looks this up. He looked it up on PC Magazine from 2022. It shows this keyboard. I guess yeah. it's my fault for ordering the thing with that keyboard. Well, how would you know? I mean, keyboards have had the same yeah. layout, yeah. you know, from the days of the Remington typewriter. Okay, Chris says no. I can't pop the Dell keys off. I thought I could, you know. Nope. I, I, yeah, maybe not. And he's yeah. got a okay. review of the G16, so I'm betting the reviewer had a few fine words to say about it. All right, all right. Let's go see. Well, if you can't replace, pop the key tops off, replace my keyboard. I bet it's got the same keyboard that the G15's got. Well, I don't. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. Oh well. Okay. Well, maybe for game for games, they uh, they didn't want those special symbols are used a lot for games and they wanted those to be something you didn't have to shift to get to. No, no, the shift is still, nothing changed on the shift. For instance, you see, oh. the, see the slash and the question mark. Normally the yeah. question marks on top and the slash right, right. on the bottom. I don't have to hit slash. I don't have to hit shift to get the slash. I just hit the key. It's just, oh. it's just marked backwards. Oh, that's so if weird. I want the question mark, I have to do a shift shift for the question mark. All right. Which don't make yeah. sense to me. All no, right. that just changed the, the, the labeling, you know, organ. You so know. Shift, shift is down instead of up. Well, <laughs> yeah, basically they've taken yeah. the keys and moved the, the, the symbol, reversed the symbol, but yep. 
it, it retains the original function. So now the top symbol listen, listen. is what it prints without shifting. Right, right. And, so they've and, inverted and, the right. shift button, which is anti-human thinking and anti-convention. And why did they suddenly do, I don't see what a gamer I have done games. I don't so, see what so this Glenn, benefits so a gamer. I'm talking, I'm talking to the You know table. what I think happened? What? I think uh, it was a printing error and they decided to feature it because it would be too uh, costly to fix. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. Hey, tech support spent an hour. They said we're looking at a, we're looking at it, see if we can change that on the software, you know, change it. <laughs> I said I said, you're crazy. If you change it in software, then it's really going to print backwards. It's really going to be backwards. Yeah. No, they, they did it. They did this keyboard backwards. And like Bill says, they're trying to cover it up that they made a mistake. Yeah. Cause this is the first time I've ever seen a keyboard like this. Well, we'll see how it goes. Like, uh, uh, yeah. N seven, uh, XPR says gaming keyboards are like that. I mean, he just saw a picture he found. I don't know what. See, I said, okay, tell me why. Why are they like it? What's the benefit? Hey, I might like it. Tell me why it's like this. Well, what made you change from convention? Yeah, but they don't. They don't know. And gamers know. are not the only ones that use computers. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. If I got that, it would be back at the store right after I got it out of the box. <laughs> oh, yeah. That I'd go back really to weird. Windows 7. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Mark can probably help me here. Mark, Mark will probably find me a, a G15 keyboard somewhere and send it down, and I can just drop that keyboard in here. I'm oh, running man. Windows 8 on one of my computers, Glenn, but... Uh... I put that shell in it so it gives the uh, start menu because yes. that tile was horrible in Windows 8. Well, I run 7 here, 7 here, 10 there, 10 on my laptop, and I've got a brand new 11 system on the floor here waiting to replace this one when I have downtime that I can afford to transfer all of my data and do it in between books and stuff. And, you know, N7XGR, okay, it's not backwards, but is the reverse of every convention of every keyboard ever made for a PC. Yeah, maybe backwards is the wrong word. Or I don't know if reversed is a... Inverted, backwards, whatever. It, the, upside it, down. It's just, it's upside down labeling. Well, the labeling is incorrect. It's this, this, yeah. Mm. I don't care how you slice it, that labeling is anti-convention on keyboards. Well, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, what makes gamers so special that they get to redo the keyboards for the world? Yeah, I don't even I understand you. why it would be a, a, a help to, to invert it like that. Well, that's what I'm asking. Hey, it may be a communist plot. Here. I think it I is. Know. It was probably an intern given the task of redesigning a keyboard. And they yeah. had never typed on a conventional keyboard before. Maybe, right. So. Maybe so. Uh, keyboard just swap. They went out and ordered a million of them, and they said, "Well, we better feature it." So I still say it that it was a printing error at the or a design error at the manufacturer, and they said, "Well, we've got too many of them, too expensive to redo." So let's just say it's this new magic convention, and that's what the new world is going to learn how to touch type. 
Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. I want everybody. Hey, we're we're going to close the show. I want everybody out there in the chat room. We got a lot of uh, uh there, there's a lot of interest in this. I want you guys to research this and come back next week and and try to explain to me why this is good, why I need this, you know? Okay. Hey, good night to everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, this is Amateur Radio Roundtable, a show about ham radio, shortwave, electronics. Join us on Tuesday nights at W5KUB.com at 8 p.m. Central Time. And uh, we'll see you. Good night. Thanks for thanks for being with us. All right. All right.